Hello and welcome to How to Win the Lottery Season 3 Internet Module Shitstorm. Cursing already. Explicit content warning. Sorry, Tipper Gore? Yeah, that's right. Sorry, Tipper Gore. Shitstorm. I find myself saying sorry, apologizing to Tipper Gore pretty regularly. So I read Tipper, Tipper Gore came up in the Chuck Lashman book, The 90s, because they talked about, you know, that's, yeah, mercy. but also I just remember from an Eminem song where he goes, do the rap, up, do the rap. <laughs> F you, Dick Cheney, F you, Tipper Gore. It's like, you're yeah, still, yeah. you're still mad about that? Okay. I mean, I guess that's like, she came for him and, and his people, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that was a lot closer to the, you know, we're 20 yeah, years yeah, yeah. further away from that now than than we were they then. But remember when she and Al Gore made out on stage? No. Oh man, you don't remember that? What, at the VMAs or something? No, no, no. It was like it was uh, maybe maybe it was when he accepted the nomination for president. Oh, and it was like a lot of the criticism about Al Gore had been that he was like boring and sort of like cold and not didn't have like a lot going on emotionally with him but that he was like very robotic and just like stayed on message with yeah, regard yeah, yeah. to climate and blah 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 and uh so like they like sort of ran toward each other on stage like in a real like mtv video music award kiss of the year thing and he just like jammed his tongue <laughs> in her throat so and a nation like vomited recoiled all like everyone was just like oh god no we also don't want to see that al so this is like 98 99 right before like when he secured the 2000 nomination i guess yeah probably Hot. probably 99 yeah because when you said the kiss on stage and like where else would you kiss on stage other than like uh-huh. when rachel mcadams and ryan gosling won for the notebook and like they kissed on they're like oh my god but yeah well because so, nobody else kisses on stage unless you're at the vmas and i was like yeah. why would al gore be or why would tipper gore be at the vmas yeah to enemy to, of the to, music to, industry to, to do kisses She's she's a kisser, kisser gore. That's what we call her. Shitstorm by Fernando Striga. I think they're divorced though. I think he cheated on her. I can't Google. Yeah, it. you're not allowed to Google. <laughs> Get out of here. Fingers. Yeah, got six I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Al Gore was unfaithful to Tipper, and they and and they've since split. Interesting. Well. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know, I don't know if I call it that. Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, no, this is going to come out in, <laughs> in September. <laughs> I have no idea what the timeline is. Holy I was just like, guessing at when these episodes <laughs> come out. I was thinking that, like, at some point we're going to record an episode in, like, late September, October that's going to come out in January and be like, a Happy New Year, which yeah. I think last year when we did, like, New Year's resolutions, we recorded it in, like, December, uh-huh. so it wasn't wild, but, like, this year, because we're doing a bunch of short books and I'm moving things around. Yeah. How are your resolutions going, by the way? Um, did you kill that man yet? No, what were I had three. It was be more present, which I don't think I'm doing. Um, also, that's lame. And and uh, I think you applauded me at the time. Yeah, well, I was I was read more. I am reading more. Yeah, and I think eating healthier is is a swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Yeah, you're not eating healthier, but you're exercising every single day. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have not completed my my. Uh, you have to run a mile yet? My resolution, not in one go. Okay. Or at least I didn't time myself when doing it. I've been to the gym. Many I times, feel like but. what you need to do is like realize that you're really late for something, and you have to get somewhere in like nine minutes. That's exactly a mile away, and see if you do it. God, I don't think that I could, but uh, we can. You know, certainly, certainly, I'll try. We'll do like a life swap, wife swap, where I kidnap you and be like, your your um, your haircut is in 
nine minutes and it's a mile away and <laughs> did you say haircut because i have hair and and you're you're a shaved was, head guy <laughs> i was no i was gonna i was gonna say because I, I was gonna say like your actual profession which i know we're sort of steering yeah, yeah, away yeah. from we're so i didn't want to didn't want to give any clues to like where i would be dropping uh, you uh, off so uh, i was just I'm like in the cia i was like looking around and just like haircut <laughs> i thought you were like i gotta get that mop of hair that's on his head i also think it's funny that like a haircut is like the lowest stakes thing imaginable that if you were late forward, if you had to reschedule it, that's fine. I cut my hair once a year. That's it? That's it. That's what Dylan does, too. <laughs> Roughly once a year. Or I Dylan sh- used to. I guess now that Dylan's probably, he probably cuts his hair more. I shave my head once a year and then just let it grow out. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably, I'll probably change that up, too. Now that, now I, that you're in the CIA. Now that I'm in the CIA, uh, oppressing countries that... Uh, Anyway, anyway Merry, Christmas. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. I think this is going to come out in September. Who knows? We'll figure it out. But Shitstorm by Fernando Strigati. Next week, we will be talking to the author himself, which is very exciting. But this is a book, this is probably our shortest book that we might ever do, because it's a novella. It's in a novella series of some kind, but it's 57 pages long if you read it on Kindle. Which is yeah, yeah. Real short. Right. It kept reminding me of that Bruce Springsteen song, 57 Channels and Nothing On. Mm. Do you know that there's a song like... We're really off message today. I know, but it's like two, two lines about 44 women or something. Do you know that song? Nope. Can't look but it up. But I will tell you this. Uh, you know that you know that uh, Ernest Hemingway short story, the the really, the, the shortest story ever written, and it's... Uh, baby Shoes Never never Worn. Yeah, Baby Shoes For Sale Never Worn. I, I uh, wrote a, a six-word short story last night, autobiographical, I think equally as sad. Do you want to say it? Or yeah. you just... Eat? Okay, go ahead. Uh, credit card declined while buying candy pretty good <laughs> autobiography straight from the wawa there there was a contest i don't know if it was a contest or just like a joke but it was just like there was a contest to see if you could incorporate religion sex violence and mystery in a short story and the shortest story to do all four would win and the, the answer i wish i had i had to memorize at one point but it was like my god said the queen i'm pregnant who did it or something like it's something like that we're just like oh that covers all four things in 10 words like people probably writing like you know 100 words like i got it it's like mm, yeah not even close yeah that story sucks though it's not good it's yeah. not a story it's like a sentence mm-hmm. mine was good though i mean good is a relative term it's compelling don't push back on this sorry with me so uh shitstorm by fernando Shigari. had you read this before or no no i didn't read it until this morning? So so right now it's like 10.30 a.m., something like that. Um, and I didn't read it until about midnight last night. Oh, so you're staying up past your bedtime. And I read it in one sitting. Yeah, because it's very short. It's doable. And it's also, um, for the first two-thirds of it, there's something really breathless about it, where it's like, it's very much like one sentence to the next. You're, you're, you're like, because it sort of, it mimics the news cycle mm-hmm. and, and 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 the ways in which that news cycle is perpetually moving forward and leaving things behind so uh in that way it also mimics uh certain rants that i've had or that people that i've i've, sure. I've listened to have had where it's just like you know you're barreling through these topics incredibly quickly because our uh attention um whether for better or for worse seems to be deficited these days well and i think if the 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 thought that i kept having in while reading this was that this must have been very cathartic in a way to write because i feel like it's kind of we'll talk to him about it but like it feels like it's kind of like a 
I don't know what to do with all this information. Like, there was a certain point in reading this, because it's, it's like a very, very slightly alternate reality, where, like, it's our reality, but, yeah, like, renamed. Yeah, yeah. Recogn- it's, it's, it's recognizably our reality, but then different. It starts to, it, as, as it goes further and further on, it gets further and further away from our reality. But where it starts is with uh, a dentist in from Minneapolis. from Minneapolis killing a protected lion yep. in Zimbabwe, yep. which mirrors a real-life story of a very similar thing happened where a beloved lion, Cecil the lion, I, think so. I believe was the lion's name, was killed by a dentist. I don't know if he was from... He was from Minneapolis. He was from Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, and celebrities and uh, the world over were really, really angry, and they used this guy as a symbol of... Uh, white privilege white privilege but also like you know when when we think of hunting mm-hmm. hunting exists as a sort of signifier for us for a certain kind of person that is sort of uh recreationally violent and yeah. uh we project all these characteristics onto that person whether those things are true or not is is uh you know r- remains to be seen or or probably should be judged on a case-by-case basis just like everything else i mean I personally think hunting is kind of whack. At the same time, I, uh, you know, I eat meat. I don't know. Like I'm caught a lot. A lot of what this book is doing is it's investigating the various hypocrisies that uh, engage the the cycle of of anger that that approaches these things. Right. But also in in a way where it's like we can't be angry about anything for too long because seemingly almost immediately there's another thing that's like even more aggravating or anger-inducing or whatever, or it's like, it's the titular shitstorm. Like, this is, like, the biggest story in the world, and all of a sudden, there's a bigger story somehow. Yeah, and also the anger is muddied and and unclear because it seems to be entirely a function of uh, confirmation bias and, and selective, uh, selective reading, right? The, the, this movement toward purposefully echo chambering our own lives so you're saying that like there's nothing in here that's outrageous to the right that like the left did or like i can't believe they did this or whatever it's all the it's like a very is that what you're saying no 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 i uh you're saying the opposite or not no both both i mean there are things that the left does in the text that are that are outrageous as as well i think i think when you when you read the book you can you can tell that or i i think I can tell that Strigati or the narrator, the, the sort of like distant narrator in the text, um, is is like a left leaning person. Yes. Right. He's mm-hmm. he's more critical of the right wing yes. than, than he is of the left wing. But there is like an inherent criticism of the left in here because it's it's like uh th- 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 there is like a degree of performative anger. He he has these these two examples of journalists. One's name is O'Neill, who exists to represent the right wing, and one's name is James, who exists to represent mm-hmm. the left wing. And neither of them quite get anything right. It's always like by 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 choice, kind of. They're choosing yes. to get things wrong by excluding a certain uh, aspect of. They're fr- it's like framing op eds around. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they're both they're also both like to some degree, and depending on your own political bias, my political bias is is a leftist bias. Wait, what? Just kidding. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, very funny. <laughs> very funny, Joey. You're a real Jay Leno. Uh, 
depending on your political bias, you're going to find one of those more right than the other. But hopefully, right. with the way with the way that Shugati has pr- uh, presented it, you you recognize in James someone that is also kind of taking advantage of people's confirmation bias sure. and using it. Not necessarily even to forward a uh, humanitarian or, or uh, ideology, but to further his own fame and to like this like sort of click driven whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There was a point in this novel because like I think you had mentioned like the first two thirds is kind of breathless, and then the last third kind of jumps ahead like fifteen ish years and maybe, slows radically slows down the book to basically be like one night almost. Yeah. But there was a point in the narrative where it's going from event to event to event. And I'm like, this all seems familiar. And then I reached a point where I'm like, I can't tell if this all happened and I just don't remember because there's too much or if it's just like an extrapolation. Like, not that it matters either way, but I thought it was interesting that like the way that he's pivoting from shitstorm to shitstorm and being like, and then this happened. Then like there's, you know, stuff with the Stormy Daniels kind of thing or like, but not Stormy Daniels, but like yeah. similar enough. But it gets to a point where I'm like, I don't know if this is these are just news stories that I missed or I'm not seeing the parallel. Not that it matters, but I'm just like, I could have, this all could have happened. I just didn't know it because like the news cycle is so. Well, I think he's, he's also, wild. he's, he, he's nestling um, events that are representative of larger things within real events. Like he talks about there's a bombing, right? And, right. and people, a bunch of people in England die. And, Within that, like, you know, uh, initially Muslims are blamed for it, which is uh, inflames the right wing. And the right wing says, like, this is, you know, part of why we want to do Brexit. We want to, like, limit the amount of immigrants that come into our country, Mm -hmm. like white genocide, blah, blah, blah. They're destroying our culture, et cetera. It's dangerous to be on the streets with these people. And then the left wing says... You know, don't retaliate against Muslims. This is not who they are. You know, right. you're taking the actions of one man, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But and so, like, I think that event in particular is fake. But it's nestled among things like Charlie Hebdo and and all of these other instances that are very much real. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it uses this as a launch pad to like switch back and forth because after uh, initial thoughts that it was a Muslim group, uh, a group called the Brevik. Something yeah. or other, which is named after Anders Breivik, who is a white supremacist who murdered a bunch of people with a gun. Um, like a lot of people. I forget, like some like 45 people or something. What like, was that? Uh, maybe the biggest mass shooting in the history of the world. Okay. I think I think that's that's uh, who it is. Are you Googling it right now? No. Are you slyly Googling? No. I'm on Google police duty right now. I refuse to Google anymore. Good. Because <laughs> I yelled at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... And then it switches back again, right? Because supposedly ISIS then claims the thing. So it, it, it's also, and then nobody on TV knows how to react because they've all already reacted. And and once they've already reacted and then a new information comes, they're all wrong-footed by this reaction. Yeah, I think there's something, and like it doesn't spend a lot of time on it, but there's, there's something about the like step-removed analyzing TV journalists, which I think, especially now in the 24-hour news cycle, are like, comically wrong because they just have to fill time like comically wrong all the time right like if you look at take anyone even people that you like rewind it six months yep. and look look at one news program yep. and they'll just be like oh my god they're wrong about everything right and i think that there's something like it's not necessarily a new insight and i'm not saying this as a criticism but like everybody knows those people are wrong but i feel like the way that he just like takes a step back and doesn't make a big deal but just like look at these idiots basically just i think that was pretty funny to me that it was just like 
well they said you know there was like the the, the bunch of black kids like bully a, a white kid and there's like talking about like whether or not reverse racism is a thing it's just like both sides sound like idiots like when it's like up abstractly discussed like that or yeah that, well that, that's another instance that was very much like taken from the headlines like a real i remember when that yeah. happened and it was it was uh i don't remember the follow-up because like in the in the in the text there's a picture of the kid doing a nazi salute to a flag which i'm like sounds familiar but there was, also a, might there was a picture in in here in the text they talk about how there's this oh, whole, oh, oh, there's this okay, whole debate okay. about I, 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 I thought there was media included and I got a different no 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 they talk okay. about a picture yeah, that yeah. like his mom took a picture of him or whatever giving a Nazi salute to the flag mm-hmm. or something like that and I'm like I remember something like we 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 felt bad for this kid or there was yeah, a yeah. discussion and then all of a sudden like oh no the kid was canceled They're just like I what right like, yeah it's a the milkshake duck thing right you know about milkshake duck I think we. We brought you. We might have even talked about it on here before. Okay. I don't remember what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's a tweet. It's like milkshake. Everyone loves adorable milkshake duck. The duck who drinks milkshakes. Oh right. And yes. Then yes. Yes. The next thing is like we regret to inform you that the milkshake duck is a white supremacist. Yeah. Um, which happens over and over again with every like you know the internet has a new darling and then all of a sudden it's like we've dug up tweets where this internet darling right. has said that they are don't think that women should own property or something like that. Right. Josh Hader style. Is there anything else you want to say about the first two thirds, or should we should we jump forward to the fictionalized? Well, it's ending? you know it's it's presenting this like uh, I I don't know whether it be uh, Michael Parenti or Adam Curtis or uh, even uh, Bourgeard. Uh There's like this idea of a curated media media that exists. Um, we can't experience these events firsthand because we're not there. So all we have is the the media that's curated um by corporations and things like that mm-hmm. so they're presenting us with very specific ideas and ideology and they present them in a cinematic way so that we so they look like entertainment and and that like sure you know brings us to a certain point where if if the news looks like entertainment and the entertainment looks like news because there's we now have like entertainment that is specifically about terrorist attacks and things like that constantly and there's like this merging of medias which make the our fundamental ability to discern fact from fiction and uh what real violence is versus versus fake violence and is that all just to sell ads Sort of, or is it? Is there something more? Yeah, not no, more the, sinister, but yeah. I mean, ads, clicks yeah. to dr- drive like content yeah. traffic. Uh, um, you would, I mean, you honestly would know this stuff better than than I do because it's part of your day job, kind mm-hmm. of. It's not good. No matter what it is, it's not good. I'm looking through my highlights of the first two thirds. Mm-hmm. So now the prey is the dentist. Like they're, they're, I like their little lines, like. I also think it's interesting, and this is not necessarily interesting in any way other than I'm framing a thing as interesting that's not interesting, only interesting insofar as I don't think we've read another story this or another novel this season that was basically centered in the UK. And I feel like there are kind of interesting, yeah. There are kind of references and like styles and like both like in the way that he writes like with S's instead of Z's and whatever, but like like the actual physical style of it, but also more casual use of the word cunt. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say that word. <laughs> Although that is a really funny section in the in the book. I think that there is like a... I, feel, I felt a little bit removed from the references. I feel like there's a lot of like sort of not like the, the, the British rags. Like I feel like the, the op-ed, like the right-wing guy, 
was probably modeled after a guy, like a real guy in the UK that I just don't know. Not that it matters, but I felt like I was, yeah, you know. no, for sure. But you can, I mean, th- those those are uh, you know masks that you can you can put on American journalists too. That, that like we have we have those guys, whether they be like Ross Dothat or Sean King mm-hmm. or you know whoever we have we have. We have our share of, of the of the guys sure. who are dishonestly yes. presenting news from every single possible angle. Correct. Um, there is a line that I really liked. No further details, and somehow a new shitstorm will ensue. Another shitstorm will be born, another shitstorm in which we end up trapped for days. Another shitstorm in which we'll die in proportion to the worlds we excrete into the world. Yeah. Another shitstorm, and I can't even, and I can't begin to, and here I fixed your headline, and thread, and a lot of clapping between words and uppercase. There's always a lot of clapping. Well, it returns, I mean, this is uh, uh, similar aesthetically to, uh, no one is talking about this, right? Where it's used. Which we might not have covered yet, but we'll come out. Merry Christmas. Patricia Lockwood novel, nobody is talking about this, where it mimics the the rhythms and Mm -hmm. and, uh, various, uh, like, syntactical choices made by the internet to to yeah that that ends up being repeated ad nauseum until they're sort of burned into our into our brains yeah. in, in a way that is fairly gross sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> about two-thirds of the way through we flash forward that so there's like an alternate reality where trump gets reelected. Uh-huh. Which I guess this was probably written in what, like eighteen or nineteen? I think like before he before the I think it was written before the election. I think it came out before the yeah, election. Before he really won the election, but the left stole it from him. Mm-hmm. You mean? Yep. When the insurrection was successful. Yeah. And they fixed democracy. And he gets reelected, and then we we jump forward ten or fifteen years. We don't really dwell on the second term too much, but then we go to his funeral, and how that becomes like the biggest news cycle of all cycles, or the biggest news story of all cycles, or whatever. And then we focus specifically back on the dentist from the beginning, who has since been long forgotten because it was X number of shitstorms ago. Yeah, countless shitstorms. And he's on his next younger, hotter, bigger boobed wife. Yeah. And who, well, you know, was his employee who stood by him and blah, blah, blah. And he still hasn't really learned from his lessons, just learned don't take selfies with lions. And is and is sort of living in uh, a, even though the world has forgotten, he's living in a sort of perpetual anxiety that the world remembers, right? Which reminds me of this, um, you know, the John Ronson book, So You've Been Publicly Shamed, right? John Ronson is a British journalist who... Okay. Uh, is that a nonfiction book or a fiction book? Nonfiction book. He, he's written a bunch of nonfiction books, some of which you may know, like The Men Who Stare at Goats, which was made... Sure, the clean movie, yeah. You know, it's a, it's just a book about public shaming, and and w- one of the things is this uh, girl Lindsay Stone who had a photo of herself giving the middle finger and pretending like she was shouting at Arlington Cemetery next to a sign that says "Please uh, be be silent and show respect" right. to blah blah blah. Um, and she her life was ruined because of that photo. She got fired from her job, taking care of uh, I think maybe autistic children or something like that, and and she was you know. She had to hire a PR firm to help, like, rehabilitate her online image. Like, they they were like, okay, make a make a blog, make this, make that, sure. so that you can knock your Google mentions down a couple pages, et cetera, et cetera. But she lives in perpetual fear now of that coming up again and again and again and again. Like, when she's looking for a new job, she thinks that her employer will look it up and just be like, we can't hire you because you did this thing. There was, in that exact way, I think... A very sort of nebulous, vague tension over the final 20 pages of this thing where I'm like, 
I'm so uncomfortable and like I don't think anything's gonna happen, but like it could. Yeah. And I think it's it's again it's exactly that point that this guy thinks that at any point someone back in I don't know, is he back in Zimbabwe or is he he's someone, in Zimbabwe yeah. that someone's going to recognize him as like the guy but also like at the same time they don't they probably don't give a shit like fifteen years later yeah it's fine it's different people it didn't impact it only it really only impacted him and like and even that only briefly he right. he came back from his dentist thing most of his clients were totally like you know. I remember like people boycotting him, like the Yelp reviews that they talk about. But I'm sure other people were like, "That's the only dentist I'm ever going to go to now." Like people yeah. just like, "Yeah," because oh. that's the way. Like it, even even if you're can if you're quote unquote canceled for political reasons, yep. um, there is a undisclosed, maybe unknown number of people who will rally to your support yep. and and take care of you specifically because they believe that. The other side You're standing has, for your values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see this in, in people like, you know, Anthony Cumia from Opie and Anthony, right? He said a bunch of incredibly racist things loudly, and he has a, like, I'm sure he's not making as much money as he did with his enormous serious deal, but he is still making a, a you know, Bill O'Reilly, too. Bill O'Reilly has a popular podcast that gets, you know, tons of... Yeah. Not as popular as ours, but... No, he probably has less than thirty-one thousand listeners. There's also which that, is, by the way, how many listeners we have? Mm-hmm. Thirty-one thousand. There was that bake shop in Colorado who like didn't would or maybe not Colorado, but somewhere out there that like yeah. wouldn't do the the gay. I don't remember if it was a gay wedding or gay anniversary, whatever it was. But there's like we don't believe that this is we're not going to do this, and then like their sales went up because so many people were just like, yeah, this is my big shot now. Yeah. Or what's his name? Uh, Morgan Waller, the country star mm-hmm. who, who used a racial slur and then, and got dropped from his record label, I think. And then his sales skyrocketed, sold more records than ever before because people were like, I want to support this racist. Yeah. Is he the same guy who was supposed to be on SNL and got COVID yeah. and then got dropped yes. and then still came back to SNL like three or four weeks later? I think so. Yeah. Thanks Lauren. Yeah, he's not a. I don't think. I don't think Lauren should be our political north star or moral north star. Lauren, I think, even said something recently, like you know, when I retire, like the show might end or something. I'm just like, all right, man, like what? Yeah, just cares. Shut up, Lauren. <laughs> um, and by the time, oh, actually, this is gonna come out this month. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Anyway, we flash forward, and there's there's a real sense of unease that this guy thinks that like something literally around the corner. He doesn't know what's going to happen to him, but, like, he has this dream where, like, the guns don't shoot, like, things go wrong, and it's just this sort of, like, I don't want to say you feel bad for him, but, like, you realize that this guy's been dealing with this, like, sense of, like, looking over his shoulder since this happened, even though, like we just said, no one cares. I had a tough time connecting the the last third of the book with the previous like what do you what do you think is going what, what what do you think is behind the decision to pivot back to that guy is it just to show that these shit storms move on and that life continues and that i don't know like that's why I, after i finished this i texted you i said i don't know what to make of it because I, I understand what this book is doing and like i said at the beginning i think it's very cathartic i personally don't need to like relive the twitter news cycle in writing, you know what I mean? I'm just like, once it's gone, like, I don't want to think about the dentist again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's like the upside to a certain extent of the shitstorm. It's just like, you just don't, you don't think it's just, it's on to the next thing or whatever. Also, like, if you're not really online, like, I think what's interesting about this book, because we've covered a couple other books this season that have either episodes have come out or are going to come out about basically life on Twitter in the Trump era. 
Yeah. And that's this, but it's also like the news cycle. Like this is kind of like a broader, more global look at it. But I do think that like but it, it's but that's the, the the news cycle is trying to replicate the internet. Yes. Right. Correct. So it's it's the same thing, really. But I think that there's something like value like it, it makes me jealous of someone who's not on Twitter and not watching the news where like there's so many people who probably have never heard of this dentist. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely true. And like there's there's something to be envied about that, I think. So like I don't know that I I don't know that I enjoyed reading it. I think it's well written, and I liked some of the writing, and I liked what like I and I, I liked it overall. But I just like I I don't want to relive it in a way. And I think to your question about what the end is, I think it's just like it further exploring a shitstorm. Well, it also moves the the shitstorm from being metaphorical to, to literal, literal, right? Yeah. Because he shits and pisses himself, and he's like, "Hmm, this is quite nice, actually. Well, I, gotta, I, get, I get it. I could, now. I could do this forever, soaking in my own, uh, soaking in my own waste." Which I think also brings us to something that has been a weird subplot for this entire module, which is a focus on feces in a weird, in, 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 in a strange, a lot of these books have shit as like a major, uh, a major function either of plot or symbolism. I know the Levin book is not within the well, module. Well, yeah, but Matricaco still, the novelist. The novelist, which we haven't released yet, right? Correct. Yeah. We did it like six weeks ago. Yeah. It's coming out. Uh, this one. Are there others? Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a... But that's still like three out of like 11 or something so far. It's like, this is crazy. Yeah, and I think they all sort of return to the same Freudian ideal of control, right? This yeah. idea that a shitstorm is, is something that wildly spins out of control, right? It's this, this uh, infantilization where you're no longer in control of your facilities, and in, the, in this case, it's it's metaphorical. Where uh, you know the shit that's happening is is everything that you can't control around you that's sort of taking over your life. But then afterwards, you you return to that like post-infantile traumatic state where it it looks it it tries to force you into a, a version of control. In this case, that version of control is returning to the like hyper-masculine Hemingway-esque, like, uh, murder of, of animals. Mm-hmm. And in this case, he's trying to kill something that is essentially helpless, right? Like a giraffe. A giraffe yeah. Giraffes are not... I mean, have you ever seen video of giraffes fighting each other? With, it's, with it's, a, it's pretty wild. Slap necks against each other? Yeah, it's pretty wild. But, like, you don't have to worry about... I don't think you have to worry about no. a giraffe hurting you if you're out in the wild. Um, and he is looking to kill a giraffe. Um, and then when he's hunting the giraffe, he is killed by a lion. Right. He's hunting the giraffe and he's like thinking about like how he wants to kill. He's like, I've learned my lesson. I need to do like one bullet right above the heart. It's going to kill it instantly. I'm going to have the trophy, blah, blah, blah. Or I might just shoot it in the neck. And wouldn't that be cool to have? Like, it's just like this like grotesque, like obsession with like the hunter thing, right? It's just like the, I'm going to, the thing that makes this thing beautiful, I'm going to destroy that in that specific way. But then as he's like waiting to take down the giraffe, he hears something rustling behind him. He falls face first, still holding the compass, his eyes open, seeing nothing but grass, grass all around. He's stunned and has been taken by surprise, but he's not too surprised to figure out what's going on. That's it. That's it. 
Just as those words cross his mind, he feels his sphincters relax, piss and shit leaving his body warm, messing his arse, very British, and his legs. It feels like it'll never end, the pissing and shitting. He doesn't want it to end. He would like to piss and shit himself forever, stretch this moment for an eternity, but that won't happen. Of course it won't. And no life, no film of his best moments crosses his mind. None of that nonsense. No memories of his wives, his children, his childhood, his first love, his trophies, the woman at the airport. Nothing crosses his mind but the thought that he's dying and the thought that his, he's pissing and shitting himself, and here he understands. So the shit also, like, he, he, he the only thing he can think of is, is the, the shit and the piss, which is a metaphor for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? The, we're all just caught up in the shit and piss, and we don't want it to end. It's all we want. We want to just keep, like shitting and pissing ourselves forever being caught in this perpetual storm of of what's next what can i feel angry about what can i feel superior to Mm -hmm. what can i uh weaponize against my fellow human being and i think there's also the idea that like if he stops pissing and shitting that means he will have died and like instead of his life like i think that that's you know what i just read but like instead of his life flashing before his eyes it's just like this very basic literal basic bodily function and if that no longer happens He's probably not alive anymore. Yeah, we no longer have life. We only have the mask of death that is poop. Very well said. <laughs> I don't think it means anything, what I just said, but yeah. It sounds nice. It does. Especially because um, the word poop is in there. Yeah, poop. What if this book, what if this book were called Poop Storm <laughs> instead of Shit Storm? I would like it even more. There was, so this week that we're recording in, the week before Labor Day, putting a time and date on it, is the slowest day of tech news all year, because, like, the entire industry is on vacation, because, like, this is the last vacation, like, people just, they're, like, no one's making news, no one's reporting news, there's nothing going on. So one of the stories I put in our newsletter yesterday was a thing that's on BuzzFeed News that was, like, when your kid yells poop at the Alexa, these artists make money. And it's just, like, all these artists that have named songs that have poop in the title, because it's, like, Alexa, play poop, or whatever. Yeah. She didn't hear me. A toilet bowl cleaners. Alexa, stop. But, like, it's one of these things where, like, all these people have, like, SEO'd, like, toddler language so that they get, like, a partial... St- Alexa, stop. Alexa, play poop. No. <laughs> See, it's a different person altogether. Alexa, stop. That's, that's like, rap. That's not... What? Alexa, play Medium Pace by Adam Sandler. Oh, you've done this to me before. All right, whatever. Alexa, what? stop. But it's it's one of those things where it's just like, it's fun. Like, the word is funny, but all these people are just like, oh, we could get money by toddlers yelling at it. So if, if Aliexa buy poop, and they're like, ordering Poop Storm by Fernando Strigati, it's just like, all right. Yeah, that's interesting. That's that's a, a galaxy brain uh, stuff that is making the world terrible. Yeah, but you know it's funny. I guess. Let's. Uh, are we finished with the with the book? Let's... I think so. I don't want to call him Matt because it's it's he's got to be doing family stuff. It's yeah. a Saturday morning mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. a holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. He's got a loving family, mm-hmm. but we do have an email address: lottery at cageclub.me. If you want to write in about this book or any other book, poop or not poop related, email in. We'll they're all they're it. all poop related. Meg's reaction to shitstorm. Our friend Egg wrote in once again. Maybe her shortest. It's her email so short. She doesn't even have space to get to all in all. Yeah. I don't have much to say about this book, but I liked it. It felt like it was a good snapshot of the news cycle. I also liked that it ended with an actual physical shitstorm. 
All right. Well, that's a uh, that's yeah. That's kind of like the thing that we just said a second ago. Um, yeah. Thanks, Meg. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Real real contribution there, Meg. She asked me a question to ask uh, the author, which maybe we can we can. Let's yeah. save it. You want to save it? Yeah. I only want to know. All right. I want to be surprised on that episode. Do you think we haven't really done fantasy casting in a while? Do you think like has there been a movie about the news cycle like this? Could you do a movie like this? Would anybody want to see a movie? Well, like I think this? I think it would be half like document or half like sort of mashup collage documentary of the news cycle with uh and then you could like insert you know, and just insert narrative and then, sure. and then you know, you it could be Tom Hanks or something. As the as the dentist? Sure. Cool. Or maybe Bradley Cooper. Because he's more like, I'll do anything, and looks like you know he would have the big bright wattage smile and yeah. and the good looks or whatever sure. sort of plastic face. And Lady Gaga as his uh, dentist assistant, dental hygienist. Okay, peroxide blonde. Hmm. I just want I just want a Star Wars born to come back. In yeah, full yeah force. you like that movie? I like Shallow. Yeah, you would love Shallow. Yeah, I could I could have like predicted that. We're on Twitter at LotteryPod, Patreon.com slash LotteryPod, Lottery at CageClub.me. Keep reading. Today, well, the book the book sort of uh, is about a singular crime, right? Which is not not quite poaching, but like the illegal killing of an sure. of an animal. So I guess, yeah, today's crime is, is poaching, which is pretty simple, right? Sure. As a pretty...